In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. You've got your good thing, and I've got Welcome back to Lynchpin, the podcast where we talk about David Lynch properties, films, TV, music, question mark. Uh, what else will he do? <laughs> he can do everything. What a what a, he is a He's setting up like a huge transcendental meditation center. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's something. I guess that's something. Yeah, we'll have to enroll in that. We'll yeah. We should, uh, we should really watch his master class. And, uh, yeah. Uh, He'll make my art good. Um, mm-hmm. I, need, I, need that, yeah. I need that good, good art. So. He did the like idea. some NFTs with, uh, with Interpol. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well. That's uh <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember well. that. <laughs> Who's David Lynch? Um David. Any- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh I'm your host Chaz and give the boss man a wet one. Uh I'm yeah, no, I completely forgot to think of something. So That's okay. Just say um. anything. <laughs> <laughs> it probably works. Is this my favorite John Cusack movie? Because I'll say anything. Oh, yeah. I'm Jan. Uh, King Arthur's buried in England. <laughs> That's so true. true. But where? That's the question. My, uh, in England. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Alec, today he's in the Black Lodge, a.k.a. his room, sleeping, because he had a long uh-huh. shift. Um, but that's fine. We don't need him. We, we've we've got all the juice that we need right here. That's you, fine. You know, we're juiced up. We're juiced up. I am feeling extremely juiced. Juicy, you might say. You I'm squeeze so... me, and all that's coming out is podcast. It's pure. I'm podcast. so full of juice in brackets. I'm all insulin. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm drinking a Coca Cola Starlight. Mm. It tastes like oh, that's the one that the tastes word. like space. <laughs> it read. It tastes like reading the word queer in an email. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, Good. It's uh it, it it's like a cream soda. Uh mm-hmm. it didn't like going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have that here. I was I was looking at the soda selection cuz I'm so sick of like eating these dextrose tabs when I uh when I have a hypoglucosis moment. Yeah. A God. hashtag hyperglucosis moment. You are you are the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was buying some Dr. Peppers to to try that instead. But I don't know. Dr. Peppers are a bit too cherry flavory. Is that what flavor they are? I swear yeah. to God, I've There's never had a Dr. Pepper. There's so many flavors. It's got the normal it, one. I thought there was one. Because they have a pepper. bit less sugar than the the regular cokes have, like. For one Coke, it's like three, like 30 grams of sugar, and that's mm. too much. I need like 10 to 20. Anyway, <laughs> if no. you want to recommend Just... good hypoglucosis sodas, you know. Send us a, send us a DM. <laughs> send us a line. Yeah. 
I'm drinking a rather nice Rioja um, in a big glass. Mm-hmm. Just a, a red wine. Oh, okay. Lovely, lovely. Sophisticant. Listen, Sophist- someone on this podcast has to bring it. The sophistication, <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. Got to. It's not going to be you clowns, so it's got to be me. Be us. <laughs> no, I'm just drinking water now. Uh, water, that's um, like the ocean where fish live. Yeah. That's cringe. Um... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> fish are cringe. <laughs> fish are the Learn to walk, animal. dumbass. I mean, Jeez. that's that's how we happened, so it's probably best they don't. Um, yeah, we figured it out. We got it figured out. We were like, land. Let's try that out. Let's the do water's it. all fine and well, but this whole land thing, we can grow stuff. You need like two legs to walk on land. Like uh-huh. the fish just need to wiggle, but we have to have this whole like complex muscular system. Where I like get a hunchback because I can't stand up straight and it just doesn't work. I would prefer to have fins. I feel. I remember seeing. I I, I think I saw something on Twitter about how like Melville was right about calling whales fish. Yeah. In Moby Dick, because technically we're all fish or something. Like there's no um. It's like fish isn't like a real. It's not a real. And if you go through on like a genetic taxonomy, then they sort of they're more like a precursor than a natural species. I don't know, it's like complicated. So fish don't exist. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> That's cool. Fish aren't real. Uh, as a as a genus. Um anyway. Again. Speaking um, of fish, it's David <laughs> Lynch. Fish. Speaking of fish in the percolator, etc. Yeah, this um, is one of the least fishy, like, out of Twin Peaks episodes that had fish. Like, the last one, last week it would have worked great with the thing that, like, crawls into her mouth. Mm. Um, like and the frog. one before, someone was going fishing, but I don't think there was any fish content in this one. Not that I noticed. Um, no. But this is, this was episode 9 and episode 10, or well, part 9 and 10, if you will, um, of Twin Peaks The Return, which we watched this, epi- this episode. Yes. I got yeah, confused there. Sure. I was like, this is it's an episode. episode. Watch it's... episodes for the episode. Yeah, we still have. We should have called the. Uh, we, could, we could have come up with like a <laughs> pretentious alternative way to like not call the episodes of the podcast episodes or something. These are chapters the po- of the podcast. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. We could just Set start doing segment. that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scene. This is episode Act this one, is... scene yeah. nine. This is scene. 19 or whatever of linchpin <laughs> episodes mm. 9 and 10 yeah so true it's, I, guess, I guess we're in act 2 of uh, act 2 of linchpin like since we started doing Twin Peaks yeah uh, the episode act 1 was like all his movies <laughs> <laughs> act 2 it, is just Twin Peaks season very three. funny that we took like a month a film uh, yeah. for like a year and now we're spending like a year just doing one TV series <laughs> I think that's extremely good. <laughs> we should have just done it all in one. because it's, it's one eighteen-hour long film. It is, yeah. and there, there can't be that much to say about it. Let's be honest. Like, oh, it's, probably, it's weird. You could probably it's just freaky. Like, sit down and watch it in it's one freaky. Go, right? What drugs do you even have to be on to make something like that? Am I right? <laughs> what was he on they when should, he made these episodes? Wow! They should lock this guy up. <laughs> Someone's got to stop him. <laughs> this is some crazy freaky shit. The head. Um, there's some David Lynch news, by the way. This is we're recording on the 26th of May. I was I was gonna 
briefly mention this because this is very exciting. The Cannes Film Festival is going for two more days. It's going to end on the 28th. Yeah. And there's a rumor that there's going to be a secret David Lynch movie. It definitely uh, he, is, I believe. He, he's going, he went to Cannes and he brings his silly little film reel with him. And he's just going to hijack the projector on the last day of Cannes. <laughs> he's just going to put his film, chokeslam his films, uh, film reel in. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, and the can audience is just gonna lose their minds. They're gonna boo him probably because that's what they like to yeah. do. Uh, yeah, we wanted gonna... to see Secret Life of Pets three. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this Laura Dern shit? Inland Empire two. Out, outland Empire. <laughs> so by the time by the time this episode is out, there might be people who have already seen the newest David Lynch movie. So I I believe exciting. in this. It's sad that it will still lose to Crimes of the Future, um, yeah. the hottest the hottest new movie of the of the year. But still, I'm, I mean, I'm excited there's, to see there's it. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Uh, let's not forget about that one. I've heard it's extremely weird. So it's really I'm very good. excited for it. I've seen the trailer, and Tom Hanks has like fat suit and does. Does an accent. Good. <laughs> I can't tell you what oh, is, type. Is it Tom Hanks as old Elvis? No, Tom Hanks plays the guy who was like his manager and like famously like took advantage of him. Uh, oh, but okay. he's also the narrator of the movie. Like it's okay, cool. It's a choice. I'm glad yeah, that okay. guy gets to say. <laughs> glad Tom Hanks is still getting a paycheck. I yeah. guess. I mean, it, yeah. it really looks like a career-ending performance for anyone other than Tom Hanks. I mean, I think I think there's like a lot of career-ending performances out there at the moment, or things that feel that they should end careers but they don't. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I guess there's nothing has any impact. But there's anymore. no good movies anymore, so like all the roles are kind of would be career-ending at some point. Yeah, there's no aren't. movies out there. There aren't movies anymore. This is the last one. Well, there's going to be one. <laughs> It's gonna be one. Um, it's gonna be one. The last movie. Yeah. From David. Lynch. That's why. That's why he had to keep it in secret because otherwise everyone would like lose their minds if if they knew. It's an Inland Empire NFT. <laughs> 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 He's gonna reveal it on the last day of Cannes. And I mean, let's be honest. He had to keep it secret because like he didn't want to end the Morbius sweep. I mean, no one's gonna no one's gonna s- overtake Morbius. Is the thing. Yeah. yeah. What are you stupid? Are you, are you gonna go up against the, uh, go up against the big Morb? Against Hell the Morb. No. <laughs> the, it's the it's big career suicide. <laughs> it's literally the summer of Morbius, so yeah, it's gonna be pretty tough to beat. I feel. Yeah. Living vampire. They're gonna keep it in theaters for like for like six months, just so everybody gets a, gets a return on the on the Morbius mobile. <laughs> So I, you have I to have, see it four or I five have times seen at least. Morbius, so <laughs> so I'm pretty qualified to tell you. Great movie, love to see Mr. Morbius. His name is Mike. <laughs> his name is Michael Morbius. I don't feel like that Michael is Morbius. like mentioned enough that his name is Michael Morbius, and his brother is like his brother adopted brother homo social friend is called Milo. <laughs> But he's only called Milo because Morbius calls him Milo as a child. It's like, your name is Milo now. And he's just called Milo for the rest of his life. That's how names work. Yeah. I think. It's like how you can call someone podcast when they talk too much. That's me. They call me Chaz Podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> what they call me at work. <laughs> okay. Do you want to Do you want to talk about uh, part nine of Twin Peaks? We should talk about part nine of Twin Peaks. I sure do. As much fun as it is uh, to just have a little chat. Um, yeah. 
We'll just have a little chat. You have a little chat, let's, just as a uh, as pals. Go. Let's, let's get chatting. let's get shoulder deep into this uh, this episode <laughs> of Twin Peaks here. Ooh. Just reach right on down into let's the get in into there. the muck. Mm. Part nine. Um, part nine. This is a bit of a bit of a change from the end of Pi, you know. Bit of a change of pace. Um, almost conventional, you know. Yeah, almost feels like a TV episode. <laughs> it sort of feels like a TV episode in a way. <laughs> part nine There's... feels extremely like an episode of like a crime TV show. Like it's just clues, clues, story, story, plot, plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. there's a lot in this episode that my brain just sort of files away as yeah. detective shit happening. Yeah. I think in both these episodes, a lot of it is just like, yeah, detective stuff. Um, would it be easier to go by episode or by just like events that happen? I don't know. I think it's quite. I mean, it's like quite linear, right? Like there's yeah, because I think part nine has like doesn't even have like any Dougie stuff in it. Does it not in part nine at all? I think he's um, not in it at all. I'm looking at the thing. Yeah, they do. It's got the bit where uh, they where they go into the. It's got a really really good bit uh, where Janie E and Dougie are sat in a like waiting room with the cops, and they're just like talking about it. Oh yeah, they have the fun um, bit. Yeah, and um, Janie E's like, isn't it weird that like the car blew up, um, yeah. and then someone tried to kill him, and they're like, no, go sit down. <laughs> and then they they talk about how expensive it is to get the uh, the light fixed on their car, and they they have a little laugh about it. These are some guys. There's just like a bunch of guys in these episodes. There's a bunch so of many cool guys adult men. <laughs> so yeah. many, so many forty to seventy year old men uh-huh. in just like wearing suits. suits. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of white people. There's fucking. Uh, Tim Roth is in the in these uh, who I completely forgot was in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby is back. Bobby's uh, back, Bobby's baby. Back. Still, still looking, looking. He's he's really rocking the gray hair look. He looks great. Very absolutely. Very good. Fox. Yeah. They go to uh, Garland Bri- uh, Major Briggs's house. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. The get guy. A little- the gang goes yeah. there, yeah, and uh, they get a little message, and um, she's like, "Yeah, he said you would you would appear here one day and ask me these questions." And it's like, "Okay, that doesn't seem hard to predict. Like this feels like a fairly like, you know what I mean?" Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it it's an affecting scene. Yeah, for me, just like I feel like it effectively, uh, it, you feel like. The electricity of of yeah. something from twenty five years ago, sort of coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. Um, yeah, this is the chair. This is, this is the yeah. chair. This is the on the on the wiki page for, on the Twin Peaks wiki. Is the famous cl- quote from the episode. Yeah, they this they all the have like a little a little statement. Yeah, um, I guess it's the title of the episode as well, right? Yeah, like this is how it was marketed when they were released. I remember this very vividly. Um, (laughs) So, like, the next one is called just like Laura is the one. Yeah. Um, It's uh, it's pretty good, but the chair's got like a secret little bullet message thing in it that they can't open um, until Bobby gets the bright idea to just like throw it at the ground a bit, just slam it on the (laughs) ground. (laughs) 
<laughs> he remembers his favorite Lonely Island song. Yeah, throw it on the ground. <laughs> and he does, and it makes a little tune, and then the tune stops, and he throws it on the ground again, and it opens, and there's um, there's some little messages. There's a little clue of finding something. They have to go a certain distance from Jack Rabbit's palace. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's uh, some of those code words that the general heard coming from space that says Koopa Koopa and it's like ah two Koopas ah Ah. little Caesars (laughs) Koopa Koopa um and yeah and Bobby's like oh I know Jack Rabbit's Palace I called it that me and my dad we used to hang out there and I called it that and we'd have this whole make-believe world and it's very nice it's nice I do love the the Bobby uh, Garland Briggs stuff, just because that was such it's a great part good. of the original series that it, it's yeah, nice to see it's it sort uh, of. It's continue. a nice relationship. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's so it's it's obviously like sad that the actor playing Garland Briggs died. I don't know how I feel about how like his presence in this, like his physical presence in this show, is a mutilated body, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of. But but, but, but of... when they play, when they pay tribute to his character, it's very good. Yeah, but it, yeah, the the body, you know, that is him, true. But also, like yeah. his his actual personal presence is like shown through his presence is the way he felt. interacts like, with the other people and the way they a lot of him the well. a lot of the characters who are abs- absent for you know either dying reasons or the actor retired reasons are like. You know the show remembers them, right? Like the same. Not not Donna though. <laughs> not Donna. <laughs> the show forgets about all about Donna. We see Who's her Donna? dad. Yeah. <laughs> we, I, this was also in around the same session. I was I I, I skimmed through seven and eight. Obviously, I watched most of eight, but mm. skimmed, yes. just getting the the. Uh, yeah, we talked about the, that. The, the, the sort of Skype, the awkward Skype conversation where the like he Skype has to get Skype open is... and it's so good. I love that his it's hat says good. "Got Trout" in that scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly just like the actor just had a hat yeah. lying yeah. around called "Got Trout." And David Lynch was like, "That's perfect." Yeah, I mean, I assume he, he didn't like show it. up on set, right? Like he just no. filmed himself at home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which is nice. I'm glad he did that. I mean, yeah. I think we said that, but yeah, it's fun. But yeah, Donna yeah, isn't, isn't in this at all. Donna's just like... No, Donna is a race from history. Yeah, but yeah. like that's what I'm trying to say, right? Like that, uh, you know, characters that like David and Mark have like... Or like actors they have like fond memories of working with, I guess. <laughs> they're remembered. And then the ones that they had like a very personal falling out with, right? Like Donna mm. or... Yeah. Um, what's the what's the What's the little person actor's name? Who's the... Um. Uh. The hand. Michael, Michael Anderson. Yeah. 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 They had a very nasty split. So yeah. uh, he is replaced by a tree or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's at least he's still sort of like a presence. Whereas Donna, it really is just like memory holes out of existence. Which I guess yeah. you know, like, I mean, we we see we see the other kids still a little bit. Like we, you know. We see James and we see Bobby we see Sh- and we yeah. see Shelley. Yeah, but it's just Donna is just like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. Donna's off somewhere else. Somewhere else, 
living a normal life, probably. Yeah. Away from all this freaky shit. Yeah. No I was going to say, did film. Donna ever matter? But, like, James didn't matter either. No. He's still here. Which is why it's fun that he's still in it, though. I feel like he's yeah. such a David Lynchy character in a way. Um, like the he cool loves, guy. Yeah, like yeah. He, he loves the sort of he's... cool guy with a leather jacket on a motorcycle dude. Yeah, the cool guy who isn't really cool, right? Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. a very David Lynch thing. Like, with, like Nick uh, Cage from Wild at Heart. Yeah. Well, he's cool. Nick Cage yeah, is hard to yeah. not be cool. <laughs> mm. uh, like, even if he tries. But like uh, the um, like the second guy in Lost The second Highway. guy, I bought his Argetti in Lost Highway. Yeah. Yeah. Guy the second. Um, yeah. Um, Fucking the, the, the filmmaker, Adam in... Um, oh my God. Mulholland Drive is also that character. Oh, yeah. I know oh, we mentioned yeah. it at the time, very, very cool but Adam was the most 2003 man I've ever seen in my entire life. You know what I no, mean? No, and like <laughs> after we did that episode, like a, the, there was a tweet that like went like really viral where someone posted a screenshot of him from Mulholland Drive and said like, in th- th- there was a time when this was the coolest guy in existence. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if that was yeah. true, um, but yeah, I was watching. Um, I was watching clips from Rules of Attraction, and I was like, "Damn, this really was just like a a look that people did." <laughs> it's this sort of really really weird sunglasses look um, with the spiky hair and the oh, facial yeah. hair. I haven't seen that movie, but I'm um, looking at the images, and I get exactly what you're meaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, a lot of these episodes is like. Dougie Noir ship. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's like the casino owner guys, the Mitchum brothers, and they're the they're the MVPs of these two episodes. They are, I think. That's so funny. Them and Candy. I love Candy. Candy rules. Candy's so great. great. Oh, I love Candy's subplot in episode ten. That's a, <laughs> it's a real sweet, uh, just a real sweet subplot. Yeah. Yeah. She I guess accidentally... we're jumping out. We can jump around. We can jump around. Whatever. <laughs> jump around. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like the song. Um, but they're so good. Like the the two casino owners. They're they're like they just have this the the chemistry between them where they're like they're they're like basically improv characters, right? Yeah. Like they're they're playing the like ultra serious guys, and it's so funny. Yeah, they're like straight men when like the things happen around them are so stupid and they're just like yeah. damn, I can't believe it. <laughs> Get him over here. Oh, there's like this whole Yeah, there's so this whole subplot where um Ike the Spike, who is the assassin sent to kill Dougie, uh he's arrested because they get the, the palm print off like the bit of palm that gets pulled off his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed the I showed the squeeze his hand off scene to my girlfriend while we were squeeze watching. Squeeze his hand, it. squeeze his hand off. Yeah. <laughs> wow, bulbous little freak. <laughs> yeah, it's I love great. It so much. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's arrested in a very funny scene where he tries to just like walk away, and then they get him. Um, but this means that because I think the Mitchum brothers, who are the casino owners, they also had ordered a hit on him, so they're able to like cool that off because they're like, oh, he's arrested, but. For the guy who runs the insurance company, who's in the pay of Doppelcoop, and he's like, "We need to tell the Mitchum brothers that Dougie is the one who fucked up their insurance for their for their place that burned down." 
the weather insurance was denied because they said it was arson. Um, so he conned them out of three million four hundred thousand dollars or whatever. So if you go and tell them that, then he will try and kill. Like those guys will then try and kill Dougie, which is good because we want Dougie dead. <laughs> Putting Dougie in the it's middle of all these like noir conspiracies is so funny. Yeah, he really is the Mr. Bean of the yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's just he's entirely oh reactive. Yeah, this is echo 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 Lalia. He just like says stuff. Um, I'm just remembering that Clicko article from like a couple of months ago. It was like Kim Kardashian has goofy sex with Mr. Bean uh, to piss Kanye <laughs> off. And that's exactly what happens here with Dougie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes to get a doctor's appointment because they're like, maybe there's something wrong with him that we need to, <laughs> that needs to be checked out. Oh, we do hear that apparently the character, the original Dougie maybe had a car accident, which yeah. is why everyone thinks that this mm. is sort of normal. Which, okay, maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, they take him to the doctor. The doctor's like, wow, you lost a lot of weight and you appear to have gained a lot of muscle. <laughs> have you been exercising? <laughs> and this is the first time, like, Janie has seen him shorts off since. Right? Like, hasn't she been dressing him? <laughs> but she's suddenly like, oh. I'm seeing Carl oh? McLachlan's uh, shirtless, muscular body and I'm I'm getting woman I feelings. see this g- guy is a Hollywood <laughs> actor, so obviously he has a personal trainer. Yeah, <laughs> it's very real though. I was I was very affected by the scene. I was yeah. like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle I understand. looks great. He looks Kyle he looks, looks, great looks fucking scene. great. Yeah, yeah, impressive. A- absolute beefcake. Yeah, his face is yeah. so like lined, but his body is so smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Naomi Watts really sells the uh, the the horned up thing. Yeah, she's thirsty for it. Um, yeah. I've been I've been thinking about this. Um for <laughs> David Lynch setting sex scene. Yeah. For David Lynch fans. Is this like some big like fan fiction moment where like Kyle McLachlan, who's like the famous main character of Twin Peaks, and Naomi Watts, who's like another one of the David Lynch regulars, they finally fuck. I mean it's <laughs> for like... very strange David Lynch fans, I'm sure that's that's They've been they've been waiting they've been, they've waiting, been waiting for this moment. But this is the thing. Maybe it was like one of those little fan teasers where like we never get to see Dale Cooper fuck in the original Peaks yeah. series. <laughs> and they were like, I all I hope from the return is that we get to see Carl McLaughlin's like smooth body having yeah, sex this is with a show woman. Time now. Yeah, and then and then in the sort of. Lynch- sort of disappointed because he's in Dougie mode and he just sort of lies there with his arms flapping while like <laughs> Naomi Watts rides him into heaven it's so good though <laughs> yeah the, the world said we want to see we want to see Dale Cooper fuck and David Lynch said okay but first we gotta make him catatonic <laughs> <laughs> this man does not know what to do with his hands he's just gonna be lying there I remember, I remember this was a this was a huge Twitter moment when this happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Kyle McLaughlin talking about it on 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 a late night circuit about uh, filming the scene where he has where he has sex with just his arms flopping around. Mm. It's a great scene. What Naomi did he say Watts. about it? <laughs> uh, he just said that it was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's not untrue. <laughs> 
that's what, but that's what like every time like someone talks about like with the exception of Kyle MacLachlan maybe but every time one of the like David Lynch regulars talks about working on a David Lynch project they're like yeah it was a stra- it was strange I didn't really know what I was doing but I had fun like that yeah he told me I was five different characters <laughs> and one of them was a giraffe lock the man up <laughs> what you need to be on to even think of that yeah um crazy well, man apparently when the return was filmed was uh this was filmed when Naomi Watts uh divorced Liev Schreiber and married Billy Crudup instead who are these men i don't know these men uh Billy Crudup is the guy in he's He's the he's Doctor Manhattan in the uh, Watchmen movie, who famously has his dick out. Uh, I ah. have never seen the. I've never. And seen he's it. also the guy in uh, what's that movie with the where the kid is like working for Rolling Stone? I don't know. Almost famous. <laughs> I haven't seen that either. He's the he's the uh, he's the, I he's the, I the seen rock any star. Most famous. I have not seen. <laughs> I'm looking at this man, and he looks like a knockoff. Other man, yeah, like, but like, I don't What's know which one. Ahead and, what is this guy, guy's name? Billy Crudup. Unfortunate name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really gonna. Is. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, he, this hmm. this looks like like really somebody like face apped Willem Dafoe too yeah. many times. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, his his most famous role is like. He looks like David Byrne, but wrong. His most famous role is like a being in blue, like CGI thing. So yeah, Watchmen. That doesn't help. Oh. Seems like with his dick out, though. Yeah, his blue dick. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zack Snyder, so you know it's good. Oh hell yeah! Now that's that's good oh, cinema. Yeah. That that that's the promise of good cinema. I actually did borrow it from a friend at school, and then <laughs> never watched it. And I had the DVD in my house for three years. <laughs> and, um, and I just and I never watched it. Incredible. I believe our friends from the podcast Zero to Zero are covering it right now. Hmm. Um, I haven't listened to those episodes yet, so I don't know. I bet it has one it. of the worst sex scenes in cinema. I'm sure it um, does. Which makes me think it'll be good. Uh, Billy Cr- uh, if I anyway, trust yeah. someone to like do a good sex scene, it would be Zack Snyder. Yeah. Well, apparently it's to the song Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> This, like is, this is this is basically what I know about it. Yeah, he um, puts that in like every trailer he does. Like he, he loves like, Hallelujah so it. much. Everyone likes it. It's a crowd pleaser. Um, yeah, Naomi. What's very beautiful in in these scenes? Oh, very, absolutely. Very hot. We love yes. Naomi. Yeah, we love Naomi. We love Naomi. She was like fifty years old here. Um, That's insane, right? Smoking. <laughs> She's so hot. Uh, I love watching these old these old people fuck. I think it's good. It's good, actually. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, we maybe, gotta get more old maybe, people fucking. I agree. Maybe the sex is a little strange. Um, so it's not like it's strange you know, sex, but they're into it. Yeah. Know? Well, she she's definitely into it. She's, <laughs> she's into it, she's, but he's you know she's making she doesn't she doesn't need a lot. Listen, <laughs> she. <laughs> She doesn't need a lot to have a good time. She just needs to sort of be there. She's doing all the work. Um, she just yeah. likes to look at him. It's enough. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. 
fucking original Dougie was like neglecting her really badly. Yeah. I um, mean, he was seeing sex workers and, you know. Yeah, exactly. He uh, he and, he didn't have these abs. Um, exactly. And pecs. Well, that's that's a big difference. Uh, <laughs> that, this, his, that this guy has. Uh, his uh, blood pressure was all fucked up. Um, but Dougie has a or Cooper Dougie has a perfect uh, 110 over 70 blood pressure. <laughs> I the okay the numerology <laughs> in me when he said 110 over 70 and then they cut to the the news forecast that all the gangsters are watching and it said mm-hmm. 110. One of the days, I was like, oh, "Hold shit. on, David Lynch. Oh, shit. I see what you're you're encoding these secret messages. I don't know I mean, what they are. I mean, that is like the ideal. I saw blood the same. Pressure. I saw the same number twice. So uh, I know it. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what it's about. I see you using numbers. Yeah, I see you concept. and your numbers. <laughs> your little, little numbers. <laughs> Classic, David. There's a classic. <laughs> the other funny thing about the sex scene is that it wakes Sonny Jim up. Yeah, and uh, he's like, what's happening? Um, it's a real comedy moment. There's a lot of comedy in these episodes. Yeah, um, there's also a lot of yeah. like really fucked up stuff. That there is. Good. There is, yeah. Uh, everything around Richard Horn, please die. Um, very deranged, very rancid, yeah. awful guy, awful energy. Like... Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, I can't he, really. Like, he's he's the worst guy out of all of them. Like, I mean, he is. Yeah, he goes off. He kills the woman who saw him kill the kid with the, with the truck and like leaves the gas on. And then he goes and he needs money, so he goes and he um beats up his grandmother and gets money out of her safe. And her grandmother is this a reveal? I can't tell if this is just like if this was a reveal. Or if we sort of already knew that he was like who he was in relation. No, we to knew the it from characters. the credits. Yeah, I I think I think it's a reveal, but we're watching the show so slowly. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he remembers. Yeah. yeah, so his um his his grandmother is Sylvia Horn Ben Horn's um wife. So he is he is Audrey's son. Maybe that was mentioned. I I honestly can't remember. I think there might have been a. I think I think there was like an indication or a mention, like at the, yeah. in like episode seven or something. Uh, yeah, like I vaguely remember, but I don't want to, like you know. Potentially, I simply this, don't know. This this scene is very deranged. Just like he's. It's so bad to look at. It's yeah. pretty stressful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's bad to hear. The, like there's this fucking bear. <laughs> this the really bear scary is so bear. Fucking... <laughs> So fucking strange. I don't know why. It's really scary. I, I don't know if it's like a statement about like children's media or whatever, but it's just this know. weird like. It's got a big. I, I want to pull it up. It's like. It's like, it's like, a, this, like, like a like a scary like a glass cellophane. head. Yeah. Yeah. It lights up and it goes, "Hello, Johnny. How are you?" And for like, hello Johnny. For like, like ten fucking minutes, that. that's the yeah. only diet. Like it just keeps going. It keeps going while he's like strangling his grandma. Yeah, because um, yeah. because Johnny Johnny Horn is also there. He's like, yeah, unfortunately, I don't yeah. look. David Lynch's portrayal of disability. I don't know. I. It's not like. It's not like. I think great, he has a. Probably, I think he. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a lot of sympathy. Um, yeah. With it, but I don't know. Yeah, I think in, in, in some cases, like here, it just like, it feels a little bit like it's it's supposed to just like add to the shock value, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Add to the misery of the scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because well, there's the scene in episode nine where Johnny's running around and mm. his mother like runs into a wall. Yeah, he like he hits like a he hits a picture he hits a picture hit. of like the yeah. waterfall and like hurts his head. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He runs. Which I don't know is like um, if that's meant to mean something. <laughs> yeah. He there's also just a lot of there's oh, just God. a lot of like suffering in this show that doesn't really get resolved. Yeah. Like I, the yeah. Um. The the. The lady who works with Ben Horn, whose mm. husband is sick. I think that's I think, episode seven. Yeah. Yeah, that just that doesn't go anywhere. I don't think in the rest I think of the series. It's like it's just it's just a it's just a sad thing. I feel like it's yeah. an important theme of the show, though. It's just like the sort of oh, for uni- sure. universal suffering of like all these people in different ways. Um, yeah. And it's, like, and I, I always see it because I see a lot of. One of my interpretations of the the series is just about like aging and infirmity and sort of I don't know like the the ways in which people break down um, a bit. So yeah. I always see this as being like part of that, which is just that all these people live in these sort of miserable ways and they're all trying to cope in yeah. in their own ways, but they are all sort of like. I don't know, like the inherent horribleness of life kind of breaks them down in a way. Like even yeah. when it's funny, like it's um, uh, Jerry Jerry Horn who's like foot won't move. Incredible. Oh, yeah. I like, am not your, not your foot. foot. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think that's David Lynch with his? Maybe, no. Maybe. Maybe. maybe? Kind of sounds like a child. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be like fucking Dumbland. <laughs> It's it's Sounds I, I felt the dumb I really felt the Dumbland vibes uh, yeah. on in in part nine. <laughs> this is a post Dumbland, David Lynch, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not enough yeah. people talk about Dumbland. That's like our least listened episode. Everyone's skipping that one. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck is that? I have nothing to learn about here. But you <laughs> should listen. It's important. It's listen. important to the lore. Yeah. Everyone is it's just like interesting... we want to get to Inland Empire, so yeah, it's a fascinating piece of art, and like, it, it, it could not exist at any other point in time or from any other person. Yeah. Yeah, except maybe Seth MacFarlane. The real, it's except a real. Maybe those those funny <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt Stone boys, they could have whipped something up just like that. Yeah, if they were on new grounds, they could have come up with it. Maybe you know. <laughs> Trying to see like any information here on who says the who does the leg voice but i don't think it's credited that's one of those ones that they're not gonna credit um, that one's just for the that one's just for, for, the, for the diehards it's for the fans not the critics the boys. Hey. <laughs> for the for the real lynch heads you know what i mean just for the fellas <laughs> um, um what else we got we got um uh, we got the gang. We've got Gordon and Diane and Albert. Yeah. Um, and they're investigating what's going on with uh, the body of the general. Um, 
is this the one where where Albert like like kind of hits it off with the uh, with with the with the with the morgue lady? Yeah, they have like a funny yeah. little conversation, and then they are later shown having dinner. And uh, Gordon Cole and fucking Tammy are like real bitchy about it. They're like, "Oh, isn't it sweet?" And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, both of you." <laughs> it is sweet. I think it's I think it's it's rude because Albert is very obviously a gay man, and that just that just no homing no homoing us right now in this moment, which is fine. I am like, maybe there's just platonic. Maybe it's just nice to have a friend. Yeah, it would be nice for Albert to have a friend. I. I <laughs> But Tammy and Gordon um, are so rude. They're like, ha, ha, ha. They are. So funny. <laughs> so funny that Albert would have dinner with someone. So funny that Albert would have a good time. Got <laughs> old sourpuss here. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, Gordon. You're a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, they're, they're going to see um, Hastings. Who's the school teacher who yeah. was arrested for murdering his wife, but obviously was, didn't? Uh, yes. Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Matthew Lillard doing the performance of his life in doing in the most. Doing the mostest. Yeah. yeah. He is. Yeah. This. The, a lot of these episodes is like it. It really crystallizes how much like David Lynch deals in melodrama. Yeah. Like just yeah, there's just so much like straight up cry acting, right? Like yes. you, you you don't see this, you don't see this like anywhere else. Like this 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 type of like melodramatic this is in acting your, uh, that is just like soap opera. completely yeah. <laughs> like completely un how do I put it like unreserved? Like you know, usually mm. they would like um, uh, other the, the filmmakers would be like okay, so like cry with one cry just like one tear, yeah, you know. No, Cry, these, but still say the words. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. these guys like candy, both like, like candy yeah. like completely breaks down and like is still breaking down in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. I mean, it does it, the really it does the melodrama thing or it does the cry acting thing like both for like comedic and for serious effect, I guess. Because like when mm-hmm. uh, when when Matthew Lillard does it, you know, that's like obviously quite affecting. Or when like uh. uh Richard's grandma, what's her name? Oh yeah, Sylvia. You know she does like full on cry acting for that scene, and it's so hard to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then obviously when Candy does it, that's quite you know because it's just such a so funny. ridiculous situation. Yeah. So what, what, what a dream. Yeah, it does feel real. Um, I was gonna say just I want to talk about Candy again as well. Um, <laughs> I, I want. I love Candy. Um, Candy's she's just she's literally just hanging out. She's like, hang, she's just she like doesn't head give empty. A shit. <laughs> she's just like <laughs> they tell her to go like get the guy, and she takes like way too long, and so they have to like call her back, and it's just like she just got, doesn't give a shit. She's got nowhere about else to any go. Of this fucking any yeah. of this noir shit. Yeah, she like accidentally hits him because he's trying to hit like a bug or something, and she like really whacks him and he's bleeding, and she's like, "How oh, you ever love me now?" <laughs> it's really good. I love her. I love that they just like languidly hang around wearing these like showgirl pink outfits and the long gloves yeah. and stuff. They just like sort of stand there wearing these identical outfits, and they they just sort of 
are there and they don't make yeah. like any facial expressions. <laughs> it's so good. They just kind of hang out. Yeah. It's like, you see the movie, um... you know what they're doing. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, Matthew I'm just, Lillard. I'm just looking at some, there, there's some wild, like, I don't know, behind the scenes information on like Candy's character on the wiki. Like it says, okay. Uh, the actress who plays her also did the voice to the Secret History audiobook. That's <laughs> cool. Oh. Um, and apparently, the uh, the whole her whole interpretation of the character just comes from the actress. Like that's re- that's beautiful. She apparently she improvised like a five minute like monologue about about her backstory that didn't make it into the actual show. But like, oh wow, that's so cool. Gosh. <laughs> Ah. because I, I knew someone who's like this Twin Peaks are return is so misogynistic they've got these women who just like hang around and they're just yeah. like hot and really stupid I'm like you don't listen <laughs> 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 this this is candy has this is depth. very this is good yeah. this is heightened sort of like humorous reference yeah. I don't know like there are many ways that you could say stuff is misogynistic <laughs> but this isn't one of them <laughs> yeah uh, it, yeah, it, it's 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 bordering into being a statement about misogyny. Yeah, maybe, by like having these sleazy guys just kind of keep women around as as eye candy, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like, she's got nowhere else to go. <laughs> she's got nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, the. The Imagine actress after her. apparently came her. up with a backstory that she was human trafficked. Uh, oh my and, god! Uh, <laughs> wow! And the uh, and the uh, what's the name of the brothers? The Mitchum brothers. The Mitchum brothers saved her, and that's why she's like so loyal to them. Yeah. I see. I see. I mean, it's fun. You know, it's just I just love her character, and I love those three women who just hang out. I think it's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, the FBI gang, they talk to Hastings, uh, Matthew Lillard. Oh, sorry, I found a bit about the improvised okay. monologue. This is so good. Okay. Because uh, it says, uh, we get an extended, like in this interview, she's, she's asked, we get an extended scene via the casino's security camera where Candy's on the gambling floor. Uh, were you actually mouthing while doing those wonderfully animated arm movements? Or was it uh, was it actually about the air conditioning? And she says, it was. So much fun shooting that scene. Um, I improvised for five minutes about air conditioning units in Candy's world. Um, <laughs> and none of it was, like, actually recorded. Wow. That's so sad. Sad. It's so, sad exclamation mark. Shout out to Amy <laughs> Shields. <laughs> yeah. She rules. Does she do anything else? She looks very familiar. Um, um, I mean, if she did the uh, she Irish Twin Peaks, she's Irish, yeah, but that's she lives crazy. In Vegas, apparently. Okay. Um, she hasn't really done anything else. She was on a show called The Detour. She was in um, Cowboys and Angels. <laughs> I don't know what that wow. is. She was in Casualty. Yeah, she was in a, a bunch, bunch of, of like voice UK acting video games. She was shit. in Final Fantasy 15. Hell yeah. yeah in Final Fantasy 15, she was in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. She was just a she just did a bunch of voice acting apparently in like video games. Um Yeah, so the FBI gang, they talked to Hastings. He says that 
him and Ruth, who's the woman who died, sort of summoned the general and they talked to him using like arcane rituals, um, etc. And he didn't mean for her to die, but there was loads of people there and it wasn't him and like some bunch of shit happened and it was really weird and he doesn't really know what's going on now. Um, and he correctly identifies General Briggs from like a picture. Um, and then uh, Coop, evil Coop, sends a text message to Diane saying like, the, the conversation around the dinner table is lively. And then she sends him... Uh, sort of messages about what they're up to, which is very suspicious. Mm. Mm. I am suspicious. I'm suspicious. <laughs> the imposter. Ah, mm. oh, when the imposter is uh, thus, am I right? <laughs> there's a doppelganger among us. Where the doppelganger mm. is suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, and Doppelcoop, he's hanging out. He meets uh, his friends who are the Hutch and Chantal, and they, they love him so much. I sort of appreciate that, you know? They got, like, a weird sort of thrapple thing going on. It's cool. Yeah. Um, played by Tim Roth and Jennifer Jason Lee, who I think, like, around the same time were also in Quentin Tarantino's uh, Hateful Eight, both. That's fun. So, <laughs> I just... Little trivia for the for all for, the Tarantino for heads. the yeah. Taran heads, yeah. None of our listeners I, like Tarantino. They the think it smart. came out. Okay, no, Hateful Eight came out 2015, so uh, this was after that. Um, but that would have been would have wouldn't have been long after though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was it. probably like the next thing they filmed, basically. Mm. There you go. I wonder if they. I wonder if they. Uh, they had their their trailers together at the <laughs> peaks and just like oh, oh hello. She Do you think they didn't know that. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna work both work on it and they're like oh no wow. yeah it was like a meet cute ah, yeah fancy seeing you here yeah wow <laughs> that's uh, some some good material for um, uh, for RPFing. Oh yeah. When RPF you're doing your your Twin Peaks, the Return RPF. Yeah. <laughs> For two actors, I have already forgotten the names of. <laughs> Tim Roth and Jennifer. They're both like great act, like pretty yeah, good they're actors. Both, they're both very like old. Oh yeah. Tim Roth is, Tim Roth is one of those actors. British guys who always plays American roles. I don't know why. You just get stuck, I think, and you're like. Yeah. I think when you, once once actor, you go just... once you go pretend American, there's no coming back from that. Yeah. Everyone just thinks you're American. <laughs> it's like being uh, Christian Bale, right? Like, you pretend to only... be American once, and everyone forgets you're Welsh. <laughs> I think the only movie I've seen him play... Yeah, Christian Bale is another one of those. I think the only yeah. movie I've seen him play, like, British, was uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. I'm trying to see if I... Have I seen him in anything? What's he been in? I mean, he's been in a bunch of shit. So I must have uh... done... Oh, he was in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which oh, I did see... Because my housemate was watching it, it was not memorable. He <laughs> um, was in the Funny Games remake. He's uh, gonna be. He's gonna be in the upcoming She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So oh, watch hey, out yeah. for that. Hold on. I mean, to I guess it's because he was in Shang Chi. <laughs> oh, he's in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he was in Pulp Fiction. He was in Reservoir Dogs. That's a, that's the most famous one, probably. He's a he's a Tarantino guy. Uh, he's Mister Orange, I think. 
he's the he's the one who has like the very homoerotic like scene with uh, Steve Buscemi, I think. Mm. Pretty good. I do movie. love I do love homoeroticism. Um. Okay, what else? Uh, what else happens in these episodes that we need to cover? A bunch of Arvois stuff. Arvois Simone. Arvois Simone. Simone is back. They're they're back and they are they so hot. Rule. <laughs> they're so <laughs> cool. <laughs> those those synths. They just mm. they speak to me. Mm. Just the, the way those the way it's all just layered. Yeah, it's really, it's uh, really yeah. good. This, and like they really nailed really the these. visual representation. Like I said this the last time they were on Twin Peaks, but it's just so cool. Like having three synths next to each other. Yeah, this like, is my yeah. ideal. This is my ideal concert setup. If I was to ever do a gig, this is how I would want it three, to be. You know, three tall women. Three tall three women playing long synths. synths. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was watching oh, yeah. this. I was so like, I need cables. to. I need to grow my hair out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I need to look like this. Um. Yeah, no, it was just it was very good. It was yeah. very good. The music in both of this was of very good because Rebecca Del Rio was in the second episode. Where Moby like a... was there. <laughs> Moby was there. Was that Moby? Yeah, he was playing guitar. I was like, is that that's uh, actually very funny because I was like, is that the Dean from Community? <laughs> <laughs> they look exactly the same. You're, Which you're is right. like a joke from Community that he looks like Moby. So. Oh, I see. It's quite funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the bald guys with glasses and they all look the same. I, I didn't thing. see his Michael's vegan type tattoos. Is the same. <laughs> if I could see his vegan tattoos, I would have known. Um, yeah, the animal rights. Yeah. Oh, that's a very, that's a great tattoo. They're just uh, so that, shitty. I just that's I, the worst. Mm. Pl- like this is the worst placement. This is I always say this about Cody uh, as well. The <laughs> the wrestler Cody Rhodes. He has he has like a weird like American flag, but in in like the form of an eagle or something. It's like very awkward, very like embarrassingly patriotic, and it's also placed the same place on his neck. Like that's just the worst place to get a tattoo on. Oh, it's just I I hate his like weird word tattoos but there's no yeah. art they're just like words the fucking fucking jenny holds it <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but not cool or sexy but not cool or interesting yeah they're just like oh, i, I guess it's, it's supposed to be like it's like oh, impactful. yeah yeah but it's shit and they're stupid he should no, get better bad. tattoos yeah <laughs> and like you do have rights tattooed on your left arm like Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, wow, what a guy. Anyway, enough about Moby. He was there yeah, though. He's in he the episode. There. He was. I I noticed him. Uh, he was like really like it's it's honestly like heartbreaking because there's this great Rebecca Del Rio performance and you have to look at Moby. I was just staring into her open mouth the entire time, so I didn't even notice. I mean, she was also me. very impressive. Yeah, she ate that. She. Shit up. She it's so good to see her again. I'm glad she's back yeah. um for this. She's she's so good. She says no stars a lot. Um co-written by David Lynch this song. Yeah. Interestingly. Wow. Yeah. For the show. I mean he wrote all the it's just it's the same shit with uh uh, uh who's the other dream pop singer that you wrote, that you wrote songs for? Yeah, uh the one from the original series. Uh, yeah, Julie Cruz. Uh, yeah, Julie, Julie, Julie Cruz. Cruz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the same situation. Like he he it, has it this feels like very similar type of woman who he likes to write for yeah or like uh what's her name who plays tammy like christabel yeah christabel um 
He's so funny. I love David Lynch. <laughs> Listen, I know, I know it's, I know it's probably obvious by this point, but what a, what yeah. a cool guy. Um, if you've listened to all these episodes, you might have yeah. had a hunch. You might have, like might guy. have had a little, a little hunch. Like he, he's got some, he's got some cool stuff going on. Maybe not, maybe not his Interpol NFT or whatever. He's still, but like, you know, he's, he's still a, an old white dude. But I mean, I think he gets yeah. more than most old white dudes. Yeah, yeah, he's better than some. Um, uh, anything else that we have missed? Oh, uh, we get I'm to sure see um, our good friends Andy. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the uh, by Lucy and Andy buying stuff. a chair. The chair uh, says discourse. a lot about society. Now that's that's a riveting scene. That's I was a... on the edge of my seat. I Which love chair this are scene. they gonna get? <laughs> this is one I this is one I just very vividly remember, like the exact yeah. sequence of events. Um. Which is that that the Andy most wants a red chair, shit. and that Lucy wants a beige chair, and then they just stand up and tell each other that they want the other chair. Until Andy's like, "I'm sorry, you can get the beige chair," and then she buys the red chair because she loves Andy so much. It's a, it's a this beautiful. This is the type scene. of shit that could like literally have been like in the original series. Maybe uh, I think the way it's shot is definitely different. Yeah, if this were the original series, it would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Online shopping. Andy I'm amazed that Lucy can work the computer. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, she doesn't understand phones, but she understands computers, I guess. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, I mean, who understands phones? Am I right? I don't understand. I don't even. What's What's a phone? What am I, I even was, doing here right now? It felt so stressful to watch when like evil Coop was typing his text message but it was like on the flip phone so you had to like push every button like until it was the right letter. Can uh, you believe people yeah. used to live that way? I, yeah, th- I mean that's why they had to come up with shit like spending later with an 8. Yeah, that's where that came from because it was stupid and you had to do every letter like yeah. four times. Insane. It was horrible. It was like being in the trenches. Awful. It was. <laughs> Did I tell you about this that like when I learned English in uh, in Germany in like fifth or sixth grade uh we had to learn like there was a there was a unit or there was a there was a chapter where it was like texting and then we had to learn all these like stupid for texting no. abbreviations like <laughs> no. cu later spelled like a c and then a u and then l8r that's so um, funny and even okay. even back then it was like falling like you know it was getting less and less relevant but my sister who is 10 years younger than me Still has the exact same textbook. That's beautiful. Well, there we go. It's gonna be beautiful. so alienating. That's very that's school, isn't it? Like they never fucking change anything. You're yeah. gonna have stuff that's so outdated. Ooh, There's I so mean, much pop culture stuff. Like one of the characters' favorite band is Atomic Kitten. Cool. Um, and that's the other cool. character, David, his favorite band was U2. <laughs> it seems fine. I don't see any problems with this. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining a teen, like a like a like a twelve year olds in in two thousand twenty two, his favorite band is YouTube. That's pretty hard to imagine. I I think it's it's possible. What if they just like have their parents shit CDs and they get really into YouTube? Yeah, like they, when like, I got, got really into No Doubt when I was thirteen. <laughs> I mean, No Doubt is great. It is good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any issue with that. Well, it's like, you know, it wasn't necessarily timely, but like they That's were hanging true. around as CDs. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Damn, remember CDs? No. CDs and um, CDs. That's right. It sure looks CD. Um, I'm dead. Like, like li- li- 
listening to the Shriekcast episodes where I talk about Twilight, like, it gives me so much CD nostalgia, I don't know. Yeah, it gives me a lot of nostalgia, especially because they were talking about uh, Linkin Park and listening to Linkin Park on a CD, and that's yeah. just basically my entire yeah. childhood, so. <laughs> I, uh, when we, uh, listeners at home, I just got back from a, a, multi, a, a multinational uh, tour with, uh, oh, with the hottest, hottest rising band for old tattoo. Um, and our car, uh, the, the Bluetooth was broken. So everybody brought out their little CD collections. It was a good time. I brought out the, uh, beautiful, brought out the hounds of love and, uh, and the demon spirit phone. And, uh, that's a good one. It was a good time. (laughs) He says they're really good. Yeah. 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 You should listen to a lot of modest messages. Oh Yeah. What's the name yeah. of your your new single Good news for people your who love page that. or something? You should listen mint, to that one. Mint chewing gum. It has a really long title, uh, so I forget. Uh, Spironolactone, 100 milligrams, two times daily. Uh, a half-emptied pack of clove cigarettes. Uh, estradiol, four milligrams, two times daily. Uh, one unopened can of mace. Brackets. The things we carry with us through the end times, uh, vertical line, apologies in advance, redacted, end bracket. Stephanie <laughs> Stevens. Stephanie Stevens' ass title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Mint Chewing Gum, etc. on Spotify. It's a good track. I, we, we did yeah, a you good, should listen uh, to that. Yeah. It's a little pocket symphony. Hell yeah. Um, I feel like we missed something on this episode, but this, this is maybe, so derailed. Uh, we've got like uh, maybe the the final bit that we didn't mention was just that the log lady talks to Hawk. Um, that's yeah, the true man's yeah. a true man. Um, Laura is the one, basically. Laura is the one. Uh, the other thing I just remembered was uh, uh, Joe Borden. Joe Burden. Yeah, um, we see Harry Dean Stanton playing guitar, and he, he has the exact same posture that I have, which is very he has bad. A, he has a great singing voice. He's beautiful. I was watching this, and I was again, I was, damn, I was wish I could sing it. like that. Yeah. Um, and we see, like, we see shitty, shitty Shelley's daughter's boyfriend. Oh like, my God, I hate ye- that Yelling guy. at her, and <laughs> it's gross. And Why is, like, this him. is... I was thinking about this earlier when you when you talked about the aging and like being caught in the same old shit. And is there like any of the like young Twin Peaksers who has like who has their shit together? Like it just feels like it's so miserable. No. Like the, it's just it's like, like generational traumas and really? yeah. it's like one of the things. So you know, it's like um, she she sort of somehow ends up in a sort of similar situation to where Shelley was when she was her age. Yeah. And it's like hard. She can't really like escape this sort of this cycle of um, domestic abuse. It's it's sad. It is really sad. Yeah. Like there is a lot less young people than the original. Like the original Twin Peaks had like moments of this like high school drama stuff uh, yeah. with like the gang uh, of like uh, Norma and James and uh, Maddie and you know Bobby. You know, all, the, all, all those guys. And we don't really have that anymore. Like, all the young characters we get at mm. this point are just, like, descendants of the old ones. And they're all, like, in this, like, horrible situation. Or they are being horrible in the case of, like, yeah. Richard Horn. 
don't know. And they're all it's... they're all older. Like none of them are high school yeah. age. They're all sort of adults. Um, like we see these two women at the double R who are just like hanging out. Um, yeah. One of them is like they're, like they're like I lost my job because I got high and they wouldn't let me flip burgers. And yeah. It's like yeah. Relatable. You should be able to get high and flip a burger. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I've got a new job. And the other one's like, where? And she's like, a place across the other side, flipping burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like all the stuff like that makes it feel like this very, like it's this, it is this sad sort of slightly like decaying, poverty stricken town in a way, which I don't think it ever was before yeah. in the no. old ones. Yeah, no, the old one had like the original show was like, um, uh, you know, it had this, obviously it had, like, this dark underbelly, but you're mm. still, like, supposed to laugh. Yeah, like, you love Twin Peaks, right? Like, you watch yeah. Twin Peaks, you're like, ah, oh, what a great... I mean, it's it's weird, like, you don't want to say what a great place, because all this horrible it, stuff is happening there. Because it's awful, there. and that's the point, yeah. But right? it still, like, it gives you this feel of, like, small town nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The charming small town. That is like yeah. And and in this one, like all the nostalgia you'd have would be like for the original show and even that is like like we have we have the Jacoby screaming about stuff oh again. So yeah. iconic. Uh, I think he says gay rights, but I'm not sure. I it's all <laughs> very like hyper apolitical. It's very it's yeah. very like libertarian y sort of shit. I like think. he says something yeah. about the government shouldn't tell us who we can marry and can't. Are we gonna invite them to our wedding? Of course not. <laughs> well, he's like, you shouldn't have to tell them when you're getting married. Like they shouldn't be able to know. You know what I, I mean? I think it's, it's just very more, like yeah. libertarian y. Yeah. Um Yeah, and uh, you know, Nadine still loves it. <laughs> She's like beautiful. So beautiful. She's like, what a beautiful man. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but is there, it, is there something like about this? Talk about this, I guess. That like all the there's there's like a very much a, like they like all these like town residents they just be watching their TVs. Mm. Like I think we we touched on this with like um, who's the other one? Grace Zabriskie, Sarah. Yes, Sarah, Sarah was Connor. also like watching the like violent like animal violence tv show yeah. and then nadine watching the nadine and um jerry like watching dr jacoby's show like it's it's just like like nadine is just basically like completely reduced to like being glued to the screen basically or like watching sipping on a milkshake stuff yeah yeah and like, it, I don't know, it feels it feels very Davidy sort of. It is. Look how fucked up America is. Look at all these different ways in which you know. It's, it's it's like I don't know. It's like doing some sort of like social commentary, but with like his current cast of characters. Almost, he's like, yeah. people love talk radio where guys yell. Look, look, we got one yeah. here, and it's Doctor Jacoby, or like you know, it's ah oh, people. There's this huge problem with drugs and poverty, and it's portrayed by these people who we know, and it's you know. It feels very, I don't know, it feels like he really wants to get something across about how he feels yeah. about society, maybe, yeah. you know? The food, the, I'm thinking about, like, 
I think there's a juxtaposition between uh is it it's Chad, right? The Yeah. The the, the shit the shithole cop who yeah. he's got like he's got like two frozen dinners and like a bowl of mm-hmm. corn. But Lucy's got like a e- nice fresh evil. sandwich because she's good. It's fresh. Subway. Yeah. And, <laughs> Subway uh, fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. That that's maybe a statement. That's maybe a theme. IDK. That's a that's just a just a thought. I'm just thinking about that. Just the two horrible fucking ba- uh, TV dinners. Yeah. Yeah. That he eats chaotically. He just like takes random bites from both. <laughs> just the horrible little mashed potatoes. He's just he's such a shithead, you know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. God. I feel like David Lynch loves to show horrible food. He does. I think he likes to show food, right? Like, yeah, I but like never in an appealing right. way. I think there is. Like, he has all the you know the pie and I mean, the, the other pie stuff, yeah, and stuff. I think he likes to show food as representative of like character and mood, yeah. right? Like, he's like, oh, look how horrible this hospital food is. It's like this gloop because it sucks to be in the hospital, and yeah. hospital food is bad. Where it's like, this guy eats shit food and they have to live on these horrible TV dinners. Where he's like, this is comforting food, you know? It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's the creamed important. corn. Creamed corn, which is evil. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know what the intent is behind the creamed corn slander. Um, it looks bad to me, like having never eaten creamed corn, uh, you know, seeing it in Twin Peaks makes me never want to try it. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not appealing. No, I I like know what it is as an ingredient, but I I yeah. have never mm. probably will never. It's like a starchy kind of thing. I think the 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 cream comes from yeah. the corn itself. Mm-hmm. There's no external cream source. <laughs> <laughs> these are the findings. These are my findings about creamed corn. Interesting. <laughs> um. I did want to. I did want to mention that one of the Mitchum brothers is played by Jim Belushi, which is yes. fun. Yeah, Jim Belushi. He's so, having fun. He's having great. There's so many guys in this. I know. I know we said this, but there is so many guys. Chock yeah. full of guys. And Chock, we'll still meet more. Veritable I don't think we've met all the guys dudes. yet. No, there's yeah more dudes to meet. There's so many because I was talking before, like after episode eight, I wasn't really sure what happened. Yeah. But I think I'm sort of. There's still quite a lot to happen. There's, There's a only lot eight, of only eight episodes left. Eight, I can't wait eight, for the eight, for eight the James uh, the James stuff to like start kicking in. We've got the Green Gardening Glove. We got all the Audrey ship. Yeah, uh, we got that's more Doppelkook stuff. We got yeah some more Diane stuff. Like there's a bunch of shit to come. I think yeah. we got the the Mitchum brothers scenes where they try and kill Dougie. It's great. Some great stuff <laughs> coming. All the Sarah Palmer stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in for a treat, listeners. We're going to cover all of it. We're going to cover we all of going it to in, in, in podcast. Because we have not talked about. <laughs> we're going to go it. so in detail. You're going to hate go, how yeah. We're going to get granular. We're going to get real granular. Yeah, we're gonna like, you notice do... how uh, Doppelkoop holds his hand <laughs> when, he's doing the, uh, when he's doing the arm wrestling. He does it for 33 seconds now. Could there Listen, be significance you, in this number of you seconds? You come here for the minute-by-minute minute breakdowns. 
Yeah. Uh, on this podcast, this is the the most. I feel like, like I'm having a minute by David minute breakdown. <laughs> 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 been, I, I am like temporarily like checking the iTunes reviews for all our shows. Yeah, this one this one was the perfect five stars with like a really nice review by someone. Uh, just recently, we dropped down to a four point zero because someone gave us a one star review with no explanation. What did we do? But I just didn't like us. <laughs> I what did that happen? Was it our vibes? Because <laughs> it's like this is this is I, the ob- objectively the least hateable show podcast. we do, I think. Yeah, like any of the other ones, completely reasonable to give <laughs> them one star. <laughs> but this one, this one, this inoffensive, on. friendly, chill podcast. Just We're just very nice. We don't talk about cum at all. It's like really sophisticated. No. We talked uh, about gorillas for ten minutes in an episode. <laughs> Oh, but that was we? a Dumbland episode, so nobody listened to that. Yeah, so it can't be that one. Maybe that was the only one they listened us. to, and they were like, ugh, Dumbland, and they gave us one star. <laughs> ugh, gorillas. Maybe Your they just didn't like the bit where enough. we... Maybe it's because we liked the return, and they're one of those like really anti-return people, and they were like... Maybe, Maybe they're Stupid. one of our rival David Lynch podcasters. Oh, I don't even know who they are. I don't know who the other <laughs> David Lynch podcasters are. We're the only one. Um, yeah, we're the only one anyway. brave enough to take such an in-deep, yeah. introspective look at the works of Mr. Mr. David Lynch. I mean, there's an essay-style one called On Lynch, which looks very professional. Um, All right. Where yeah, they talk to, like, the, scholars and stuff. If you but want I'm looking the at this, and there's... You can go I'm looking there. at this... And there's only like one, there's only like one, two, three episodes. And the okay. last one was in February and none of them mentioned Dunland. So but there's a bunch of, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, Twin Peaks podcasts. Um, Best David Lynch podcasts. We better be on here else I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. No, no. Do we not? No, Formica Table. Some of these are very Twin Peaks specific, which I think is kind of boring. Yeah, we would never do that. We need I think it's important. Listen, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it was worth like going through every single thing David Lynch has done, including yeah. Dumbland, to like, to like really understand what is going for here in. No in one Twin else Peaks. understood. I think we should read. I might. I might read one of his books yeah. just to like get that extra insight, so I can really I mean, feel I, feel a part of his brain. You know what yeah. I mean? I wouldn't hate yeah. doing book episodes after we're done with the return, uh, but well. Yeah, but you know, book episodes is something I'm I'm more used to personally. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be um, an uncharted um, water for me. I guarantee ooh. you, I will. I, I, if, you don't have to read them. We'll just tell you about them. <laughs> if, if I'm anything like I was in high school, if I have to read a book, like if I'm assigned to read a book, I will probably yeah. rather die than do that. That's just <laughs> that's just my brain chemistry that I'm just like. I definitely if understand. If yeah. words have to enter my head through the through through the, through written paper, written on paper, uh-huh. it's gonna be a it's gonna it's gonna there's gonna be bloodshed. Heads will roll. <laughs> <laughs> Pages will be ripped, spines will be broken, book spines. Um, I, I, uh-huh. I I read a paragraph that somebody has told me to read, and my eyes turn, my eyes start bleeding. <laughs> you get a nosebleed. Yeah, just like, yeah. just like in Dumbland. 
Just like yeah. in Dunland, my, yeah. My, your teeth will be bleeding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll fart, shout, clap, <laughs> uh, <laughs> scream. Get the stick out, get the stick out. It'll be great. It'll be We're great. We're talking about Dunland a lot for an episode that's not about that. Dunland's so fucking uh, good. <laughs> We love Dumbland on this podcast. I don't know what we actually said in the episode about Dumbland. We might have said it was bad, but now I think it's more good, like so. Dumbland. Yes, more like pretty good land. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more like. Do we have? Do we have any 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 final thoughts on these episodes? Not, I don't think. I think we covered in? them in in, in enough rich detail. detail. I don't think yeah. you can um, say anything else about these episodes. Um, no. Yeah, it's impossible. I don't have any. I don't have any a- analysis yeah. or anything to whip out. Um, it's it's Twin Peaks. It is yeah. more of Twin Peaks. Isn't this weren't the most? Yeah, this wasn't uh, episode eight or anything that we have no. to like, really put on our big brain caps. I can tell you that the scene in which Candy smacks Rod was added in because one of the set lights fell on the actor's face, and they had to have a reason why his face was like cut. Oh great! <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good. So fun. Um, yeah, you don't want cinema sins to get uh, get on that. Yeah, there's some production errors listed on the wiki page, which is important to, to note. You don't want to. You don't want those production errors in your in your show. No, I'm um, unerring production. No. Yeah, perfect. Twin production. Peaks is one of the more one of the. That's why I like Twin Peaks because it has no errors in it. Yes. So I can tell you that the the Simone um, song is called "A Violent Yet Flammable World," which I find very so enjoyable. true. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. Au revoir. Um, Listen, we're, okay. We're au revoir, Simone stands here. I heard exactly two songs of theirs. Um, but oh yeah, good. and that's enough. We are not Moby. Stans. We are not Moby stands. No. Get that. Hell no. Yeah, that he can play head. guitar if he wants to. Listen, there's yeah, some Moby right. stuff I, I I did use to genuinely like before I found out what he's like. He's definitely a guy. Yeah. Um, um in a in a world of such guys. Uh Okay, uh anyway, do we have anything we want to plug wanna, before we go? Yeah, I want to shout out a, a a new show that listeners of this of this podcast might enjoy. Uh-huh. It's a very similar concept, uh but if you like breaking down David Lynch's work every month, you might you might check out the the podcast Herzog Fever where we talk about Werner Herzog's movies. Um, also one movie mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm, very yeah, very linchpin model, I yeah. see. Yeah. I see. If, if, if wow, you want kind, to Kind of biting learn, our flavor. Yeah, I mean, I am one of the hosts <laughs> on that as well, so... <laughs> okay, it's fine, I guess. Um, <sighs> sounds good. Yeah, a very different experience. I I would say because David Lynch started immediately with a razor head. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty strong. Yeah, Vanna needed a few attempts to get okay. there. He has had some missteps at yeah. the beginning, um, but we are getting there. Uh, yeah. We, oh, yeah, we record very far in advance, but we are we are getting to Agira soon. So that's ah, exciting. Nice. Um. Uh. Yeah. You can. Stream Thoro Tattoo, the band I'm in, got a new single out with a very long, silly name and an album coming out someday when it's ready. Wait. Hell yeah. Uh, Pure Mothman stuff is there too. There's there's stuff 
there's always something brewing in over in these <laughs> neck of the woods. So uh, just kind of keep an eye on things. Yeah. Uh, don't listen to my music. But you can listen to a song of babies and puppies, a Game of Thrones song of Ice of Fire oh, yeah. podcast. We did a we did a funny a funny live stream. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know our, if it was enjoyable to watch, but I don't know. Some people liked it, but I, I, I would judge. Time. Um uh, for our hundredth episode, which crazy that's too many episodes, maybe. Uh but that's on my on my YouTube. Um at Ch- Chaz Helmomet, H-E-L-M-O-M-M-E-T-E, where you can find any of my stupid bullshit if you yeah. if you're interested. Um, you should subscribe you to patreon.com slash watches the watch for for Dark Spell. The... Dark Spell, a parody young adult novel uh, that me, Janosch, and our friend Robin write when we when we get round to it. Yeah. Second With a the theme series, song by Jan. Crazy. Oh, which, yeah. yeah, which Jan did the theme song for. So, you know, we have this whole network of great people working on that. That's you know, our friend, our friend Giga does, did the art for the cover and is, we're going to do it in a cover for the second book it's cool it's cool listen maybe great. i'll make a maybe i'll make a dark spell theme just, or just to keep it uh just to keep it moving uh, i don't know what happened i don't know what the what happens in the book yet exactly so i can't i can't play on the themes <laughs> neither do we <laughs> <laughs> no one really knows what's happening in dark spell but i can just make um, some shit up i made up the wishing well thing in the original yeah, and right, we made that real, so... Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's all our shit. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Lynchmen. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and got something out of it and had a nice time. Um, we'll catch you next month when we'll be watching episodes 11 and 12. Of <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen in them. I'm on no, the me neither. Probably seat. more of the same. <laughs> Probably I'm some guys in a room. edging my seat. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably gonna be some guys in it. That's. I that's, that's gonna sure. be some dudes. If we Plenty know anything, there's gonna be a bunch of dudes there. Um. So yeah, well, we'll catch you then. And until then, uh. Au revoir, Simone. Au revoir, Simone. Hey, funky. Bye. Bye.